Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. Um, this is Jones Vision. This is what we do over here. Uh, it's all about blending unique perspectives and just sitting down for our honest dialogue because I think that's what we're really lacking right now. So we just want to be a network that still promotes the opportunity for discourse, dialogue, and true conversation in hopes of having a better understanding of one another. Um, Ned is a wonderful individual. Uh, definitely doing her best to be a contributor to this society and just play her part. Um, that journey that she's on, that fitness journey, is definitely inspiring a lot of people. A lot of people are in their their best form because of her, um, and will continue to be because that's just the journey they chose to be on. Um, Milan, man, he's he gives me hope because it's like, all right, at least these children are sharp. Let's just start educating them and preparing them for the future because it's here. Um, so we might as well just, you know, give them a fighting chance to be our best chance at survival in this whole thing. But the conversation was pure. It was fun. Um, definitely a lot more of this coming up with different perspectives and thoughts. Um, thanks for tuning in to the first Ned Talks. We hope to give you some more content coming out soon as well. So keep an eye out for all things Argyle Fit Club, Jones Vision, the Dynasty Network. Uh, right now, the list could go on and on. But hey, Jones Vision will be around, man. Thanks again for tuning in. Okay. Can you see David? He's going to yes. put his phone on mute. Hi. <laughs> Good. You look super excited. This is my excited face. Yeah, I am. <laughs> okay. Okay. Awesome. All right, bud. So we're going to do like a mini intro. This is like your official podcast audio recording. All right. Yeah. So for anyone who's listening, my name is Nettie. And my first host or my only host is who? Who's on the line? David. No, it's you. Oh, it's, yeah, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. What's I'm Elon. There you go. How are you doing today, Elon? I'm great. You're I'm great? great, yeah. What did you have for breakfast? Cereal. Cereal. And what did you do after that? Oh, uh, went on my computer. Okay. Did you eat anything else after breakfast? Yes, pizza. What, pizza? What kind of pizza? It's a weird pizza. It's tuna and corn pizza. It's amazing. What? I've never tried tuna on pizza before or corn. <laughs> you should try. It's amazing. <laughs> what kind so of dough do I need? Like some some regular dough, like dough. Then you put tomato sauce. Then you put cheese. Then you put tuna and corn. Alright So is that an original pizza made by Elon That the people should know about Yeah that's It's a, it's a old pizza It's an Italian recipe Awesome I had no idea That it was a uh, Italian recipe Who would have thought Italians are eating tuna and corn With, yeah. with dough And tomato sauce <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I wanted to say thank you, first of all, for allowing us to have the conversations that we're going to have right now, because I think it's important for adults as well as kids your age to start having these dialects now. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So first of all, we're going to start off with your like music. What do you like? What do you like to listen to? I like to listen to Freddie Mercury, Frank Sinatra, Guns N' Roses, L.O. Cool J, Juice World, Y.N.W. Melly. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, some other rappers. I like rap and I like old music. Well, I don't know who Juice World is, so you have to tell me who Juice World is. Juice World is this rapper that died of having a stroke and to a drug overdose so he was he was he was he's a rapper he sings amazing uses auto tune though but he's good he's good 
Yeah. Is he uh, parental controlled for kids that are 11? Mm, no. No. <laughs> He's more like a 20-year-old. Uh, for for 20 year olds but because of my school everyone knows him everyone's like talking about bad bunny and stuff and like all those rappers now so that's where i learned it from gotcha and out of all the artists you mentioned who's your favorite um Frank Sinatra, Freddie Mercury, Snoop Dogg, uh, Juice World. That's it. Okay, so tell me a little bit more about Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra was it's a really old singer from the 1930s and 1950s. He died he died of old age he was a nice he was a he was a good person at that time he was a big shot born uh, he had a huge scar in his face a huge scar and his childhood he had a scar but he got surgery and, and now he's all better he died unfortunately he wrote amazing songs and he was a big deal he 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 met Kennedy like John F. Kennedy he met with Marlon Monroe he he hanged out with the mobs like mobsters and gangsters he was a big shot I don't like him and what what is it about his music that you like at an 11 like you're 11 listening to Frank Sinatra what do you like about this artist what I like, um, mm-hmm. I like his songs. His songs aren't like really, re- they're like lazy. They're smooth. They're romantic. They're nice. If I'm upset or if I'm happy, I want to listen to him. So it really doesn't matter your mood. Frank Sinatra yeah. is like an all an all day kind of guy. Yeah. But you did mention romantic. What do you know about romance at 11? Well, he, he, he's like, he's, he's singing about the love of his life. He's singing like, fly me to the moon, my way. That's life. My favorite is that's life because it's, it's telling him before he dies. It's some rights that he did in his life. And I like it. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Like you say, you're as your trainer because this is how the conversation started. I'm now your trainer, and the kind of music you listen to sometimes I totally forgot about or I haven't revisited in so long. So you're motivating me as a 31 year old female to like go back and really figure out the history of the music. And the things that my parents may have listened to still kind of resonate with today's life. Do you agree? Yeah. Awesome. So, and like your age group or like the people you hang out with, do you know anyone else who listens to Frank Sinatra? No. 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 <laughs> do you share Frank Sinatra with anyone else besides me? Has anyone else have like asked you about your playlist? Oh, yeah, I I told them about Frank Mercury. Some people know about this, but what, if I would ever man, mention Frank Sinatra, not even my teachers would know who that is. Really, you think so? Yeah. Do you think the teachers here, based on where you live, or just teachers in general? Teachers in general. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would ask someone. Do you know who's Miss? You know who's Frank Sinatra? Who? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> is, he one, is he one of those Native Americans? Then I'll understand. Oh my nope. god! <laughs> so you've asked. So you've you've definitely went out of your way to try to help school people. You would say. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. I'm. You're schooling me, so I'm gonna make sure that our audio digital guy make sure that we start listening more to Frank Sinatra it might be more to some people because today people like um, heavy rap and like all those songs so some people don't even know these yeah some people think it's boring 
All right, well, give me a sample of uh, Frank Sinatra. Give me, like, one of your favorite songs in, like, 30 seconds. To sing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm just trying to remember the, the words. I've been up and down and over and out. And I know one thing. Each time I fall myself weighing flat on my face, I just pick myself up and get back in the race. That's why. That's why. That's, I tell you. And I can't deny it. Many times I've thought quit now, but my heart won't buy. That's what. Wow. And you have a beautiful voice. Did you know that uh, you have a beautiful singing voice? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> why you why is that face? You don't have confidence in your voice? No, my voice is train wreck. No, it's not. I wouldn't say it's a train wreck. I would definitely say you have you have potential. <laughs> No? You're judging you're judging yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that's a hard to judge. Trust me, it's not as bad. My voice is probably worse. My voice will be considered a train wreck. Your voice, you definitely have potential. I hope. <laughs> well, I have high hopes for you. So we'll just motivating you to like, you know, try out some different tunes. But I think if you if you love something enough, uh, it doesn't matter what other people think. It's what you believe in yourself and the way you want to express it. Would you agree? Yeah. Awesome. So another part of our discussion today will be about bullying. Because we've been covering past things that's happened to you and things that's also happened to me. So I can definitely relate because it's still the same kind of bullying i'm 31 you're 11 and these things still exist and that's not right so let's go into what well first of all what do you consider bullying to be bullying is when you is when a a boy and another boy or like some a girl or a boy just bothers another child and it's like a chain of reactions. It's like he never stops. It's like chain. Yeah. So explain to me, give me one example of you being bullied or you witnessing bully, being someone else being bullied in your class or school or environment. I don't get bullied that much because I'm nice to everyone. I'm nice. Because like I give a good first expression, but... Like, I remember there was this one time where I came to school and I was wearing these old Adidas blue shoes and this other kid came out to me and he was like, oh, you serious? You're wearing Adidas? How old are those? Those are super last year. Look at mine. They're Air Jordans. So that day I came home, I came upset. My parents bought me LeBron's. I know. It's still good. I, I they bought me a, a bronze because all oh, the ear joints were not my type, like not my size. Uh, I was happy. I, I brought a bronze, and I was like, "You got a bronze? That's like a copyright Air Jordan. Why even buy a bronze if you can buy Air Jordans?" So next year, summer, this summer, I bought two pairs of Air Jordans. These orange ones. And the ones downstairs, they're like black and white and have the Air Jordan's logo and they're cool and I like them. So now I'm going to start wearing those. But like they, people made me feel bad because I w liked what I liked. If I liked this, they made me feel bad that I did like it. And that's what bullying is. So regardless of if they made you feel bad or you making an impression on someone, 
that bullying attitude or the way you perceive the bullying happened where someone pressured you into thinking that your LeBron James wasn't cool. Like LeBron James is on top of, is the top of like his career right now. So his shoes are way better in this time. If we're going to talk about right now, then we definitely should be promoting LeBron James shoes. So for me, that's what I mean by bullying. So you you explained it the proper way, the best way for another kid to understand. Bullying is when someone really forces you to change when you didn't want to, when you were comfortable wearing what you wanted to wear. We just need to promote more kids and as well as adults to like people for who they are and what they want to represent. We all don't have to represent Jordan. We all don't have to represent LeBron. But at the same time, no one should tell us this is better over that. Would you agree? Right. Yeah. Another case of bullying. I want to, I want February 9th. 9th, 2020, I went to space camp in Alabama on my school trip. Each 5th grader and 7th graders in my school go to this camp in Alabama. So it's from Puerto Rico to Houston and from Houston to Alabama. It's a space camp and everything's nice. And there's this kid that's like, his name is Ignacio Garcia. He was bothering me. He was like, I need to get my meds in the morning in the hospital. So I went, and he went with me. And for some reason, uh, he just started to kick me. Literally, literally not even a word. He just started to kick me right in the leg. I told him to stop. He did not reply and just started to kick me again. So we walked into our like little trailer thing where we were all drawing a model of like a starship. And he was sitting next to the wall. He came up and punched me in the shoulder. Okay, I he went back to his chair. It's it's, it's surprising. He went back to his chair. I am. I got pissed. I got furious. I'm I, sure. And uh, whoever's watching this, don't do what I did because it's going to get in more, more violence more and trouble. More trouble. But. Yeah. I, <laughs> thank you for the disclaimer that's important we don't want to and, yeah. that, and that's what I'm saying you're so aware that you know right from wrong but when someone really bothers your energy at this point it's not about right and wrong at this point it's about self defense so continue so uh, I was pissed I was he was he was the closest to the wall so he was sitting like right next to the wall his shoulder was touching the wall and he was he was he was drawing on the table so I came up to him I grabbed him beside his head and smashed his head against the wall <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing uh, my parents my parents know about this story. Never bothered me since. <laughs> they called the like the manager. They told I asked them that I told him that he kept on bothering me. I told him to stop. He did not reply, and I just I just got pissed and I just did that. Well, I'm happy that you're showing your side of the self defense. Um, and sometimes people like you who are very kind hearted to others and you want to be understanding to people and still people still trigger you. So what you're experiencing now at 11, you will you might or will still continue as you become an adult, as you go through your adolescence years as a teenager, young adult in your 20s. These behaviors and people never changes. But what you also brought to my attention is the awareness. If you are aware of your own energy in your space and someone picked on you, and even if you go to the principal or the chaperone at that time and you say, hey, I didn't do anything to this kid and this kid picked on me and they really didn't discipline that kid, then at that point, what you were searching for was, you know, I allowed the, that behavior to happen I also tried. Did you tell anyone that he was kicking you before I continue? Yeah, I told my parents when when I came home. Okay. Uh, they they brought the chaperone. That was like my teacher from school to be our counselor. I told them he got in trouble. I didn't because they realized that 
I was just protecting myself. And boy, when I get got up on that stool, I was like pissed. I was like imagining myself as Chuck Norris, like just standing up to a battle. <laughs> so, like, I'm if I'm bored, I just imagine myself in like a situation, or like I'm. This was a long time, but this was like when I'm five. So I'll be like really bored. And so if there was once, once in New York, I still lived in New York. I was on the floor watching, watching some show and the power outage went out. I was, uh, since, since I was little and I did not know object permanence, I thought they died. Because, like, like, those, like, Teletubbies or, like, whatever I was watching that, they just shut off. So, I thought they died. I started to cry. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to my room and I just sat there and fought a 10,000-man army. Yeah, I, I used my imagination, like, because I was just sitting there and then there's a princess and I need to save her. And then I told her, leave. And there's this big dude named, I don't know. And then he would attack me and then I would chuck her out of the way. And I would, I would chuck her far. I, I In my imagination, I chucked her like, like out of the galaxy. <laughs> probably, probably think that I actually killed her. But... Oh my god. Finish. I didn't hear Dude, hold on. I didn't hear you. Wait, 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 wait. Before you continue, you cut off like I missed like twenty seconds after the chuck in of the princess. What happened? Okay. So I chucked the princess and in my imagination, she she went far. She went like out of the galaxy. Pretty sure that I killed her. So mission failed. And then there's like this big, big lump of meat, huge dude, like just fist the size of my, my whole entire body. And then he punches, he, he tries to punch me and I stop him like with my little, and like, I, I don't know how that happens. So yeah, I imagine situations when I'm bored. Yeah. And that's, and it's not a bad thing either. Um, I think you you use your energy uh, in a much better way than most people or most kids realize. So versus you throwing a tantrum to your parents about the light being out, you went and still figured out a way to like have fun with yourself. Yeah. And that's important. So never lose that kind of imagination and never lose that kind of thinking because, like I said, you're 11 and I'm 31 and those imaginations still happens for me. When someone pisses me off, those are the same kind of things. I, It may not have been a princess. It will be that actual person's face that I'm imagining mm-hmm. pushing them out to the universe because they've pissed me off or they have, you know, messed up my routine. So your routine for you at that time was watching Teletubbies or whatever it was you was watching and then have no recollection of there's blackouts that happen, things that we cannot control, but you use that energy and turn it into, again, an activity and never lose that. Like you're being a visionary, I will consider you a visionary. That's what visionaries do. We always find another way to use our energy source so that we don't hurt anyone really in person or we figure it out a way to just have fun with ourselves when things go down that we have no control over. So never lose that. That applies to life in general. That's that's just the basis of life rule. Figure out how to entertain yourself is what a lot of people need to learn how to do because they clearly use their energy to bully others, to throw tantrums, and it's just an effective human being. So you're effective because you already know how to have fun with yourself. Have You already know how to figure out problems that occur that are out of your control but you still use your energy in a whole different way to still amuse yourself so never lose that um so my next question is um well actually i need to finish the thought i need to finish the thought about the bullying about the guy who who kicked you and pushed you for no reason 
And the fact that you went and you told other people and he still got in trouble, I'm happy you did that because he was disturbing your energy for no reason. And he clearly was, that's how, that, the, the point is, that's how someone else uses their energy to bother people versus trying to figure out a way to help himself, even though he didn't have his medication, he chose to allow that, that energy to bother and hit another person. And that we never want to promote. We never want to promote hitting people for no apparent reason. Like, that, that's, that's the basis. Like, never hit someone for no I think reason. I was trying to be funny. I think he was, like, trying to be, like, uh, like stupidly funny, trying to make a fool out of himself. Oh, but... <laughs> He, he did make a fool out of himself. Exactly. So at the end, he made a fool and he messed with the wrong kid. He just didn't know that you you would have responded to him in that way. And by you doing that, you showed him that I'm not a punk. You're not going to bully me. Whether it's it looks like fun to him, it wasn't fun to you. And that's, the, and that's what bullies need to understand. Even if they're bored... And they're trying to get attention from someone else. Yes. Do not hit someone else who has nothing to do with what you're going through. Don't hit me. We can talk about it, but don't put your hands on me. So I'm happy you you recognize that at such a young age. Like I said, all the things that we talk about are issues that people my age still are trying to figure out about themselves. And it takes you know, having a mentor that's older to relate to kids so that kids really understand that I can make a better change in the world if I change myself now. If I understand the, how the way the world works now, then as a human, as, as an adult, I'll be so much better because I can keep teaching others how to figure out what is it that they need and not bother or bully people. I also think that bullies, again, are they're missing some part of themselves because you shouldn't be bullied into buying Jordans. I was bullied in, in high school, middle school about Jordans. Luckily, my parents didn't. I'm not going to say that they didn't have the money to afford. They just wasn't going to spend the money on shoes that they can pay on other bills. So yeah. in my case, when I was bullied about not wearing Jordans, my parents uh, didn't care. You know, I had to wear what was given to me. I had to wear the shoes from Payless and not the shoes that I really wanted or my friends thought I should have. So in a way, my parents kind of like promoted the centers of living. We'll get things that you need, not things that you want. So I grew up with a different meaning of having expensive things or buying things based on what other people said I should have. But at this again, I'm 31 and this issue is still relevant for someone like you in 2020 where kids are being teased about the kind of shoes that they like. Like no one, none of those kids don't buy their shoes. None of those yeah. kids had the money to purchase that shoe. So all the money they, all the shoes that they're buying or wearing is because their parents are providing it. And it's also to an idea that their parents is not really paying attention to what's important. They're just paying attention to what the kid wants. And we all may want different things, but for your style at such a young age, never let anyone tell you that you need this over what you chose. If you chose Adidas and you chose LeBron's, continue to choosing your own personal brand. Like, I love Jordan. We love Jordan's history. But me wearing Jordan shoes doesn't make me cooler than me wearing Adidas or me wearing LeBron James, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so that's just all I wanted to let let you know and let any other kid your age that's listening to us right now is that never be ashamed of the personal brand that you choose. If your parents can afford Jordans, of course, you know, do do what you want, do what you like. But if your parents can't afford Jordans, let's try to help other kids, you know, let's prevent other kids from being bullied just because their parents can't afford Jordans because that's an actual reality. Some parents can't afford Jordans. And we want to help those kids stand up for themselves. Like, 
it's okay, whatever brand your parent can afford. You're so cool in my eyes and you're so cool because you know what you, you know, what you like. And you're also not shaming your parents for not being able to afford Jordans. Jordans are it's not for everyone. And at the end of the day, Michael Jordan is rich as he can be living in his own world. And he has no awareness that us kids or us adults were bullied into buying his shoes. And I think if Michael Jordan knew that, he he would probably have a statement to make to all of us. Um, but it's also not his fault. It's just what people think is cool. And everything is cool. At your age, everything should be cool. Not just Jordans. Like that's That's been a bullying statement for so long that I think that we now have to wear, raise awareness to other kids that don't feel bad. Even if someone bullies you, don't go home and ask your parents to buy this shoe because it doesn't make you a better person. What makes you a better person is your awareness to yourself, you loving yourself, and you being happy with yourself. Forget what other people think because that is going to always be the issue. What we're doing, what other people think, we're not really doing what we want. So, how do you feel about that? I feel good. I feel... Uh, I feel... I feel like... People should know what to buy and what not to buy. Because yeah. people put money on this place not to waste it. Like, people put money on Earth not to waste it, but to buy things that you need. And so, some things that you don't need, some things you do need. Air Jordans, if you want to look cool, then you should you should if you want to look cool and it's your choice and no one's peer pressuring you then you shouldn't buy it but yeah. if people are peer pressuring you then you should you shouldn't buy it so my question is yeah. moving forward do you feel cool do you feel cooler with wearing Jordans or do you feel cooler with choosing the brands you want to wear when you want to wear them no. I don't know about coolness or uh, well, well, this kid told me about Air Jordans, and I was like, I don't even know what this is. I, when I was wearing Adidas, I didn't know what are Oberons or Air Jordans, because I, I didn't know any of this stuff. I searched up, and wow, there are lots of cool ones. I liked all kinds. So I, um, my mom bought me Oberons, the most one. She actually also liked them. So... I think what makes me cool is any shoe. Any shoe. Yeah. Because, like, literally any shoe that looks cool, but is like $20, is a good shoe. And it's quality. There you go. Quality over quantity. And quality, like I said, Michael Jordan's shoes are quality. But not everyone can afford it. And we want to just make sure that kids know who may possibly still be bullied about this situation that you can be cool with whatever you have on, not just Jordans. Okay? So I yeah. have another question for you. Um, I have another question for you. How do you feel about Legos? Okay, Legos... Uh huh. I like I I like them. I built them. I built big ones. I just built three limited edition ones. They're all like four hundred pieces. My biggest one was. It took me a year. It took me a year. It's the. It's like this like big Ninjago Lego set. And I I like to build like not those like children Lego sets. I like to build like ginormous ones. And since this is a podcast, not a voicemail, if if I could if I could show the the people what I built, that would be cool. But I built huge ones. I built a lot of things. So I like Legos. So let's put this into the podcast because this is still a part of the podcast. So the ones that you do like to build, I would like you to just do your own personal video in your room like you showed me when I came to visit you. Um, 
how many pieces it is, you know, how cool it is, how long it took you, and how no adult really helped you with it. Um, we can still input that video into this podcast where it's a visual of you showing all of the cool Legos you've built. Okay. My other question will be um, about the Legos is, have you been bullied about loving Legos or building Legos? No. No, lots of people like Legos in my in my school, my grade. Lots of people build them. Lots of people like them. Okay. So you still think Legos is a thing that is cool right now and some kids are still trying to figure out how to build on their own? Yeah. Awesome. So, like I said, those are the kind of kids that we want to, to, to be entertained uh, about our podcast and to listen to us. It's based on the things they like to do. If someone don't know how to build a 3,000 piece by themselves, would you say that you'll be willing to help them figure it out or give them tips? Sure. Perfect. So I think that this information that we've given out today is very useful to both adults and kids. And I think that we have a lot more things to talk about. And before we end, I have one more question. How do you feel about going back to school right now in COVID in 2020? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm not happy because I don't want school to start. So why don't you want school to start? Let's start there. Why don't you want school to start? And I don't, I don't like school. It's boring. You know, I don't have the attention span to just sit, shut up, and watch at or watch the whiteboard and yeah. the person just tell you. Like I, I would basically what I would do is like in math class, if he, if they want to be giving us homework every single time if they wouldn't be giving us like classwork and we would just be sitting down and just watching a board I would just go to the like bathroom and just take a couple of breathers because boy that's it's so boring boring in there <laughs> you crack me up um okay so another attention span do you, so based on what you just said, you don't have the attention span. Do you not have the attention span for school or based on the things that school are teaching you? Literally everything. <laughs> Both questions? Yeah, because like, I, I don't want, because it's boring and like, unless they give you work to do, you just sit there, do nothing and just watch. Yeah. And, and it's like they don't want you not to talk. They don't want you to draw. They don't want you to listen to music. And they literally, you need to sit down and watch the whiteboard. And if you'd like lay your head down, they'll tell you, "Hey, that's a bad position. Please sit straight." <laughs> so, so, do you not like school because school is disciplined, or because you think you can learn better in your own setting? If I were the teacher, I would let children listen to music and children make it a little bit fun because we had this teacher and she was, she's strict. She's really strict. She's actually like probably really strict. And she's also a doctor of math because she, I think she like ended a good college and she pronounces her like the doctor of all math. The doctor. So... She, so there's like a drop, a pellet of water on the floor. She mm-hmm. she tells you, she starts screaming, clean up or else you'll get a demerit. Which like, is the tension? Yeah, that's the tension, yeah. Okay, so I have a question. Do you know why she's called a doctor? Do you know what degree you need to have to be considered a doctor in the an adult M- world? An MIT. MIT? So there's MIT, but you really need a PhD to be considered or called a doctor, yeah, in your profession. So if you don't have a PhD, you're not, I'm not going to say you're not a doctor, but you're saying she's a doctor of math, but the PhD in the American or Spanish or, you know, in the curriculum of schools 
the PhD is really the highest you can go to be considered a doctor in all things. So if I have a PhD in finance, I'm the doctor of that. If I have a PhD in in cardiovascular, then I'm the doctor of that. So if she has an MIT degree, doesn't mean that she's a doctor. She just has a master in that education. Yeah, so she she's a doctor. I, uh, yeah, so she probably has a PhD no, you got to find out. So now you got to find out. You say doctor, whatever her name is. Do you have a PhD or do you have a MIT? <laughs> yeah, there's so much to learn, right, in the adult world. But as an 11-year-old, I want you to respect your teachers, but I also want you to understand that what they do have and what if you're aspiring to be a doctor in anything or have a doctorate that you also understand what this language mean at 11 and not just what this language mean when you're 18 about to go to college so you may find out in the next eight years but right now you have a conscious of she's calling herself the doctor so i will just challenge her and say Okay, I'm aware of what doctorate means now. Do you have a PhD or do you have an MIT? That's all. I don't want to become a doctor. I'm uh, when I grow up, I want to be a lawyer or a bounty hunter. A bounty hunter? Wait a minute. You went from lawyer to bounty hunter. Those are two separate, separate styles of lifestyle. So wait. A, before we end this, now we really have to talk about the bounty hunter. Okay, but why would you be bounty hunters? I don't know. They they get paid a lot. You get like a million a year. That's it's a lot. You get a lot of money for this. Uh, you work you work like a spy. You become like a as part of like the team. I'm also really good aim 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 smarter. I got. I'm a really good pilot. I when I went to space camp, I got this. You can see, I got this uh, degree. You see, this U.S. space camp wings. Okay, so you got the certification for that week because you're the best of in the class to like understand that area. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm good at um, like piloting. I'm good at aims. I always thought it was an interesting job to like go from America to India to track down this bad mobster. Uh -huh. And well, like, I think that's cool. Well, do you know why bounty hunters exist? Yes, I know why. Why? Okay, this it's all business. It's all business. Okay, so bounty hunter, bounty is a fancy, fancy word for money. So you pay him. So let's say you give him like a million dollars, and there's this mobster that like killed one of your best friends or your family members and you're trying to get him back to hire this bounty hunter to track him down and annihilate him well i don't i don't well the point of a bounty hunter is when the police don't know where the bad guys are yeah so he's basically a good guy no, he's not a well. The bounty hunter is, is is also kind of a criminal because he understands or he can be like a chameleon. So, like most bounty hunters are friends of a lot of like gangsters or bad people. So it's just that they have a closer connection in catching the guy that the government is trying to find. Because also watch that guy is good, but if. You as his friend, you have a more chance of catching versus the police. So that's why bounty hunters exist. They're just more relatable to to the bad guys, or they can be in the situation. But like the police only puts out a bounty hunter when they know they can capture this person, or when this person moves too frequently from country to country. Then a bounty hunter is the only person who can go wherever this person is captured and bring back. The local government of their laws. So a bounty hunter is really like an invisible person or like a superhero who can go in any place and bring the bad guys back because the cops don't have jurisdiction.
Okay. That's yeah. that's that's good. I I wanna be I also wanna be a lawyer because I have the strong urge to argue. If exactly. And I ask kindly to cut off the crust. And there, there's the crust is thin. I literally go every single permission and I just argue. I'm, I think I'm good. I, I, for what? I like politics. I understand politics. So I want to, I, I also want to be a lawyer. Okay. I think you can be both a lawyer and a bounty hunter. You can, as, at your age and the future, you can be as many things as you want. So don't just like, think of it that you have to be a lawyer or you have to be a bounty hunter. In this day and age, you can be physician, a lawyer, a bounty hunter, a doctor. It's just how you choose to juggle your time, you know? Based on the job that you do want, you have to obviously dedicate the amount of time it takes to complete that job. But there's no reason why you can't be all of the things that you want to be now. Okay. So how do you feel about today's topic? Are you ready to close out? Yeah, I, I feel good. I feel, I feel nice. You feel nice? Yeah. Yeah. You feel like you've... So, I have a one question for you. What is the impact, or what do you want another kid to take away from the things we talked about today? Well, you can't really change anything today, because... Mañana. Okay. You can't really change anything, because it's like, today, it's already everyone's... People, they like... Kids need to go to, through this age where they need to be like, I need to be cool. How do I fit into this place? No. So you can't really change because no. like, a long time ago. No, I'm going to say no because now you're thinking like an adult. You're thinking like me where we're saying you really can't change. But I want you to understand that your voice at 11, you have a lot. You have more power than I do right now. So, what, what I'm, which is why I said it doesn't matter what you want to be. I want you to have the understanding that there's no limit to learning. There's no limit to anything that each of us wants to be in this world. At your age, moving forward and what the future holds for all of us, at this point, we're now recording our podcast via FaceTime. And that's the future. The future is we don't even have to be in the same space and we can still get information across to people because we're choosing to use the technology that's available right now. And that's the future. The future holds or whatever the future you want. The future to us can be next year also. It's using the available research you have to reach as many people as you have. It never has to be this or that it can be all it can always be all it's never one thing over the other it's if i personally have the energy or the time to dedicate to the the things i want then i can do because for example i'm a personal trainer i'm also a part-time actress you're an actress yeah, I'm an actress. I will also I will link my movies or my short my short movies to you. So as an actress, if you didn't know, I after Hurricane Maria happened in uh, Puerto Rico in 2007. Um, in 2008, I had someone who basically um, took the experience I went through from the hurricane. I was kind of like I'm. I'm not gonna say I'm a first responder. But I was one of those people who, after this, our first responders went out and helped people, there were still a few people that they missed. So I'm one of those, I'm like a humanitarian, or you can consider me of just like somebody who is always looking out for other people that the government misses or big organization misses. So after Hurricane Maria, um, you know, I figured out my situation. Once my situation was okay for me and my dogs at the time, I went ahead and took my resources to help other people that, again, like FEMA was here, all these Save the Children. There were so many organizations that were here, but they still missed people who needed attention. 
So my organization at the time, which was just like a small group of people, we called ourselves the PR Power Rangers, because if you've ever watched Power Rangers, Power Rangers just want, you know, just just make sure that the bad guys stay at bay and we're here to protect the, the people. So we called ourselves the PR Power Rangers. We got money from people who were Puerto Ricans or Americans that left after the hurricane, but they still wanted to be a part of helping someone else fight, go, not necessarily fight, but help someone else recover faster from whatever damages they were, that they had to face. So my group of people, we got the money from people um, because I posted it online. Hey, family and friends, I'm okay. But there's people here in this municipality that needs help. There's people here in this municipality that needs help. And my friends and I are dedicating 100% of the funds to helping other people. And that's what we did. We went out. People send me send us money. We took that money and we went and bought essential things that the community needed. Some of the communities we walked into didn't have light, didn't have water, didn't even have food, didn't have anything, and they had kids. And yet, on the news, the government is saying, "Oh, FEMA went here and took care of this many people." Yes, they help people, but they still miss some people. So. I'm a part-time humanitarian, so that parts of me never die. So if there's anything that ever go wrong in the country I'm living in and I'm here and I can help people who other people miss, that's my job. I try to find the people where they're being missed, but yet the government is claiming we're helping X, Y, Z. But again, we know people that are still being missed. They didn't have this this um, stimulus package at the time. Like, you said this, but there's still other people that needed some help. So, for me, I have four jobs. I'm a personal trainer or health coach. I'm a part-time humanitarian when I need to be. That's the part. When I, If I need to be somewhere to help other people, I'm available. I'm a part-time actress. I've been in movies. Um, on Netflix called The Last Thing He Wanted with Anne Hathaway and Ben Affleck and so many other Question. I have a question for you. Yeah? So it's like a real movie that was in theaters. It came out on Netflix. So this movie with Anne Hathaway and Ben Affleck um, they promoted it and was called like um, what is, is it called? Is it still on Netflix? Yeah, it's, it's forever on Netflix, dude. It's forever on Netflix. I'm going to check it out. How is yeah. it called? The Last Thing He Wanted. The Last Thing He Wanted. Is it for adults or for kids? It's for both. It was also it was filmed in Puerto Rico, and they're telling a real-life story that happened between a daughter and her father and him being like a part of like conspiracy theories. So the basis of the story is real, actually based on a book. And I was just privileged enough to be the vendor woman. So when you find me, you call me, you tell me. I'm not going to tell you when, but I want to see if you can recognize my voice and recognize the, the role that I play in this movie that's on Netflix. I found it. <laughs> Even if you looked in the credits, you will find my name. Yep, that's it. If you looked in the credits, you'll also find my name. Um, wow. Another thing that you can also look is that I did, um, the point is what I was telling you about Hurricane Maria, because I went out and helped people, someone, a local director slash creator decided to make my story and me helping people an actual short story. So we created that short story of me helping people and we called it Black Ariel. And if you've okay. watched, and if you've watched, um, Air, like the mermaid, what was it? The mermaid under the sea, Ariel. I yeah. was that mermaid, um, in the short story. And this is on, um, Prime, Amazon Prime movies, and it's called Black Ariel. Oh, okay. So, and then okay. recently, um, what is it on ABC or CBS? One of the two. Um, network, there's a TV, or I think it's canceled now, but the first um, couple of episodes or the entire pilot is called Beauty and the Baker. 
I'm also a part of the Beauty and the Baker as a featured actress. So a lot of the roles get. What role do you play in or the last thing you wanted? Like, who are you? Are you like the mom, the dad, the narrator? Oh, no, no, no. I am a vendor woman. So technically in the last thing he wanted, you won't consider me a main character. The story is not about me. The story is about the main character who plays, who and Hathaway plays, and she is in Costa Rica. And while she's in Costa Rica, um, trying to understand the things that her father did, she's at this hotel, and I'm one of the vendors at the hotel selling goods um, illegally to Americans. Maddie. <laughs> right? Maddie. Wow. So, so I'm, you know, I play roles that are are like myself. You know, I love doing what I do, but I'm also the under radar person. So in this movie, I literally play myself. You know, I'm I'm illegally selling scarves to Americans because I need money to support my family. So that's my role. How do you sell illegal scarves? Well, back in the day. Um, in the movie time, the timeline that this movie plays, um, vendors didn't have rights like that. You know, people only allowed vendors because they were attracting Americans to their island. So a lot of the things are in this movie in particular, a lot of the things are irregular because it's, it's goes back to a time. It's not, it's not current. It's just past life. And people saw vendors back then as illegally, but really vendors even back then and vendors now are just trying to support their family. And Mm -hmm. you don't have, it's illegal to the government if I'm not paying taxes on it, but in the actual world, I'm just doing what I can to support myself and my family. Yeah. So, it's only, it's illegal based on who's looking at it and who's judging it, but I'm not doing anything I'm not supposed to do. If the hotel allowed me the space to sell my things, it's onto the hotel, you know, to cover up if I were to get caught or not. But the idea of the vendors in this movie is that they're playing vendors who are supporting Americans that are in a country called Costa Rica. Okay. So when people come on vacations, they want to still have the local ambiance. They want to buy local things. And they allow vendors like me to come at this hotel to, to sell because they know I'm an honest person who is trying to just take care of her family. So, in the movie scene, it actually went like this. Like, Anne Hathaway is watching, she's scouting. You know, there's there's people, missionaries around her who's going to protect her, but there's also still bad guys looking to demolish her. And the camera goes to me, and then I end up fighting with the security guard, and he's just like, um, you know, the security guard is like, you're not supposed to be here. You're selling illegally. So me and the security guard is fighting over my illegal products. But at the end of the day, I'm only there because of the connections I've had. That's how the movie portrays me. I'm here as an illegal, as a, as an illegal vendor because the, the, the hotel allowed me to, but at the same time, I'm not supposed to be there. So now you have the security guard who's like trying to do his job and trying to like take away my stuff. So the security guard gets into a fight. And then once we started getting into a fight, the shootout or the people who came to like kill the main actress, it now like starts shooting because it's like we started like so they kind of come up like, a way to like, you know, do what they have to do. Yeah. What's your last name, Natty? Argyle. So my last name is A R G Y L E. Even if you type me in Google, I can give you my full Google name. And then uh, once you become a movie star at this point, I call it a movie star because it's a big, it's a big point. Okay. Is it, is it like a famous movie? No, it's the same movie that will pop up. The last thing he wanted. What's your last name again? A R. Y-L-E. Okay. Did you find me? Uh, what are you looking me up on? 
this is what a, a couple of shoe brands, um, a they restaurant menu came. Did you try Google? Okay, so you yeah. have to type both my first name and my last name. A R A G A L. No. no, so I'll send you my full name that you can type up on Google and go through all of the things I've done. Uh, I've done so far that is now available to the public. <laughs> okay. Because I have a very prestige name. My name you will only find once. You will only know one Nettie. You will only know one Nesedia. You will only know one Niashma. And these are my legit legal names. So, you know, as an 11-year-old, these are my legit names that online... Everything that you see are actually things that I've done and not nobody else's brand. It's literally just me online living my best life because there's no one else with my name. Okay, cool. So, um, so to finish, I just want to say thank you so much, Elon, to for joining in, not too, but for joining in with on this call with me to discuss your favorite music to discussing your favorite shoe and to discussing how your favorite shoe ends up being like a bullying situation um and two the thing that you want to leave so i think all of the question all of what i just spoke about was basically a part of me telling you my life but still haven't answered the question fully so we got to answer the question before we leave today what impact do you want for Moving forward to have or to see, how do you think we can prevent bullying moving forward? Uh, we can, we can, we can not buy what other people tell us to buy. So if they're like, oh, your, your shoes suck, you should buy Yeezys, Air Jordans. Uh, you should not buy because then you'll feel bad about yourself and you you're at the end you're gonna be thinking that they won in this battle this word to word battle they won so to win you need to not buy what they tell you to good job so moving forward and when you decide to do go back to school are you gonna listen to the kids who bullied you or are you gonna do what Elon wants I'm gonna do what I wanna do <laughs> yeah Except for the teachers, because the teachers, they're going to tell what, what I'm going to do. So now you want to start your own t-shirt line? T-shirt line? Um, no, because I don't want people to wear me. It's like awkward because they're going to wearing, they're wearing my face on their body. What's it's awkward about that? That's wearing Jordan. everything. Jordan is the same. Jordan doesn't need to have his face on the shoe, but he created his shoe because it's his face on the on the brand of Nike. Yeah, I'm not gonna make one. It takes so much time and effort, and I don't have the patience for that. So you don't have the patience in creating your own product, but you have the patience in doing Legos. Yeah, because it's fun. Because I watch what I basically do is. I'm building, and I turn on the computer to watch a movie. So at the same time, I'm watching a movie, and I'm building. Okay. And that's the approach you think that teachers need to have more of. Yeah. So you need to do something fun to force them to do something not fun. So you do it at the same time. So would you say that me adding music, me adding, me allowing you to play your own music make you work out better? Yeah. Perfect. So that's the best way to end it. So the trainer, I know when you don't want to do it or you want to do it, but you're not having fun because you're not you're not being able to be distracted based by the thing, but based by the things that you do like. So as your trainer moving forward, I've already told you this. When I call you, just make sure that you have your music ready so that whatever it is that I need you to complete that day. It won't be so much of stressful or boring if you're also having fun in your own element. Makes okay. sense? Yeah. Awesome. So I want to say, Elon, thank you so much. This conversation 
has been meaningful to me. I hope that it's been meaningful to you. Or do you feel like it's been meaningful? Do you think that we should share this information with other people? Yeah. Yeah, we should. Awesome. So as long as you want to talk about things that we think are meaningful to people, that's exactly what we're doing. Okay. Awesome. So tell your followers, tell all the people who's going to listen to this goodbye and how they can connect with you. How can someone connect with you outside of this podcast? Okay. See you later. My phone number. No, don't uh, get my phone number. Okay, so. Do you have Instagram? Do you have a YouTube channel? No, I have a, I have a TikTok channel. Well, I think it's going to be banned soon, so. Okay. I've, I have Instagram, so whoever, any child uh, has Instagram, which I dealt very, very hardly. My name is Yolanda Adrian27. Perfect. And we'll make sure we add that into the notes of the podcast of how other kids can start following you and be inspired by the things that Elon loves to do and loves to talk about. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Till our next episode. What see you, you later. Wait, see you later. How do you say see you later in Russian? How about we teach them Russian every time we end this podcast? Thank you so much, Ilan. I love see you. you See you next week. Okay. See you later. Bye. <laughs>